Hey, Ray. Yeah. Do you like to go places? Love to go places. Love, especially I when mean, you're there. Yeah. I mean, at, apart from going under a bridge. Do oh. you like to? Do you like? Do you like to? Do you like to travel? Do you like to see the world, Ray? I do, but mostly I like to be seen by the world. But yes, I do like to travel. Do you? Would you like to go everywhere? I'd, I'd like to go everywhere. I would yeah? like to I'd go like to everywhere. see everything and go everywhere. That's and Sounds that's good. why we're launching a new podcast called Everything Everywhere, where we um, we're just going to travel. No, oh, we're sorry. launching it. Uh, wrong notes. Hold on, let me yeah. get my proper notes. Are uh, you stealing this oh. show, dude? You can't do that. We hey, talked hey. about this. <laughs> we'll do it better. Uh, no, we we no Gary Gary Art Anderton Gary Anderton long time long time supporter of our show listener of yes. our show he's got yeah we people know because he's been on our show before he's been a guest but he he wants another free plug so you mm-hmm. know what are we gonna do uh, everything <laughs> everywhere podcast it's right. short it's yeah. every day. Uh, now, Gary, as as you reminded me earlier, because I was like, "Who is this Gary guy, and why am I yeah. doing stuff for him?" He um, he he's a he's an American billionaire, right. uh, he, like Batman. richer than Elon Musk and right. Batman combined. He um, he he's spent like the last ten years just traveling the yes. world, taking photos, winning awards yep. for his photography. And he does a podcast just talking about all the places that he's been and all the all the things that he's learned. Incredible. Looking back over his recent episodes here, we've got Potemkin Villages, Bell Labs, the 17-year cicada, Tarare, mm-hmm. the hungriest man in history, the Makeda Projection, really expensive musical instruments, Scurvy, the 2013 America's Cup, the greatest comeback in sports history. Americans, <laughs> Citizen Kane, the greatest film ever made. He likes using the word greatest a lot of many yeah. times. But by the way, Citizen Kane is the greatest film ever made. So I will you got it right. Concur with that one. Airport yeah. codes, Popery, Spain, Columbus Dinner Time, and Joint Custody Island, the British Crown Jewels, the Immortal Henry and Lax. These are the, just like it's all over the place. Yeah, love it. Uh, Eclectic. I, I, Eclectic. I don't see any theme here. Uh, it's just whatever Gary thinks is interesting today, I guess. But but he's a good guy. Yes. Good guy, nice guy, very good photographer, great podcaster. Yes. So people should check that out if they aren't already listening to it. The Everything Everywhere podcast, you can find it at everything-everywhere.com or go to your local bookstore and ask them if they stock podcasts. And when they give you a look, say, don't you fucking look at me like that. Books? I don't read. Who fucking reads books anymore? And yet you Passe. are here. Yeah. In a bookstore, Cam and Ray get all their knowledge from. Well, Cam gets all of his knowledge from books. Ray gets all of his knowledge from dreams, apparently. Um, but uh, good stuff, the rest good of us, show. we don't need to yeah. read books. We listen to podcasts. So sh- don't give me that fucking look. That's what you right. say. Right. Everything, everywhere, podcast. I will set out for Gaul myself and confront our enemies. They will learn the error of their ways. But why might early Christians have called Nero the Antichrist? I will quash my deluded enemy, not with the sword. I intend to sing to them. Welcome back to the life of Nero, episode 10. <laughs> You're looking yes. very happy and relaxed there, Ray. Well, why shouldn't I be? Why shouldn't I? Ray's Just... been dipping into the uh, magic cupboard there during the episodes. <laughs> yes, it's he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Yeah. yeah. Well, in our last episode, Ray, we talked yes. about the uh, the murder of mm-hmm. Agrippina. Well, um. Do you believe? Strong. Do you believe the story? I don't. Th- th- this is <laughs> this is like a lot of things that we've talked about in our series of Rome. I don't know what to believe, but I do believe that some guy in a uniform with some guys in other uniforms with swords went in there and stabbed her. Were they on the orders from Seneca? Were for, from Nero? Was it after a botched drowning? Who who in the fuck knows? Though the point is, she's dead. It was from some guards. Which points heavily to Nero, or at least Seneca. But um, anything else other than that, I think, is speculation. What do you think? 
Yeah, look, uh, there's a lot of information in Tacitus's uh, recounting of events that nobody mm. could know about. Like, she pondered, too, the death of Acheronia. She looked at her own wound and saw that her only safeguard against treachery was to ignore it. Like, who the fuck... Did she write this down real quick? Yeah. When she got home? This is what I was thinking about just before I got murdered. Um, (laughs) So there are certain signs in Dear Diary. Today my son nearly murdered me. I was fucking drowned. Yeah. Yeah, tell you what's been on my mind lately. Um... (laughs) So there are certain signs that this is obviously a fictionalized account, a bit like the Gospel of Mark and the Empty Tomb, Mark uh, sixteen eight, I think it is, right? Uh, which says, uh, "So they went out quickly and fled from the tomb, for they trembled and were amazed, and they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid." So how the fuck does the writer of Mark know what happened if they never said anything to anyone? Aha. Obviously, he's making something up here. Or he was looking through the internet, couldn't find anything, and deduced that they mm. didn't say anything because they were too afraid. Mm. I'm really or reaching here. He was, yeah. he was there peeking through the bushes right. at the time. Oh, peeping time. Maybe he was stalking Mary <laughs> and, uh, Typical. you know, yeah. just happened to see what happened and then thought, shit, uh, I better write this down <laughs> before I forget. Uh, After I take my hand Seneca, off my penis, pick up the quill. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Seneca agreeing to the murder of Agrippina. This gets back to this whole thing about, well, would Seneca agree to it. I mean, the, the the theory that you usually read about in the contemporary history books is that Seneca kind of had no choice, even though he's a stoic, he had to agree to this because if he didn't, he would get murdered himself or at least he'd be out of favor. Right. But that seems a little bit black and white to me. I mean, surely if you're Seneca, uh, if she's like, let's assume that Agrippina is some sort of a troublemaker and she is some sort of a pain in the ass. Right. Maybe even a possible potential threat down the track somehow to Nero. If I'm Nero's advisor uh, and I'm a great stoic, um, I'm like, I wouldn't be like, no, that's right off. Never, never utter those words again in my presence. Right. You're a disgrace. I'm like, Listen, that's an idea. That's an option. Let's call that option A, Let's murdering your own mother. Put a pin sure. in that one. Put a pin. Put a pin in that. Let's talk. Keep talking. Um, Keep talking. But listen, there, there, there are maybe, maybe there's some other things. Let's, let's you know, put, some, put a yellow hat on. Put a blue hat on. There are no bad ideas. Here's We're workshopping. Board. Here's the chalkboard. We're going to put a pin. Yeah. Put yeah. a pin in your yeah. idea. Let's consider something yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone? Anyone got any ideas? Please, you know, uh, please, for the love of turn God, turn her into a newt. Yes, magic. That's an option. Turn her into a newt. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? Any? No, no, no bad ideas. Everyone, yeah. come on. I just want to hear everything. Let's get just it all out there. Let's no be creative. Object. This is yeah, a safe. Yeah. This is a safe space. Safe, <laughs> yeah. If money and time was no object, what would we do with Agrippina? Anyone? Anyone? Yeah. Got yeah. anything? Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe exile. Maybe we could exile her. Maybe we could. Uh, That's a good point. I don't know. But that was, was Maybe that discussed. We, yeah. That's a good point. Well, here's no. here's the question I wanted to ask you on the first this episode we just did, but I didn't want to jump too far ahead. What is your sense of Seneca and Burris knowing about this whole boat sinking thing uh, before it happened? And even if they didn't know it happened, and I think you were kind of alluding this to a second ago, if you're Seneca and someone comes in and says, from what we can tell, Nero tried to have his mom killed. It didn't work out. She's safely at home. She's got a bruise on her shoulder. Seneca's probably going, well, this could easily be the begin. could be the ease, uh, beginning of civil war. There has to be one or the other. I work for this guy. He signs my checks. I don't think she likes me very much. Bitch got to go. I don't know. So but you're right. He could have been forced into a situation. But I, wa- I would love to know what Seneca knew and when he knew it about all of this. Yeah, the sources aren't very clear on that. But right. a couple of things to remember. She had already been in exile. Mm-hmm. Caligula sent her into exile for yep. betraying him. She's back from exile. Uh, Seneca had also been in exile. I think it was Cla- uh, Claudius who sent him into exile, maybe Caligula. Um, 
for fucking someone. I can't remember exactly who. Maybe one of the sisters. I think you're right. Claudius, uh, 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 on the urging of Agrippina, brought him back from exile. He was exiled in Corsica. Right. Um, so he kind of owes Agrippina. She's the one that brought him back from exile, got him the cushy job as Nero's tutor, right. which then turned into the cushy job as Nero's you know, conciliary. So it's uh, he owes Agrippina. Now, maybe they've had a falling out sure. because he's now the chief advisor, not her to Nero, so she may be a little bit bitter and resentful about that. Right. But, you know, I think that murdering her is probably a big step when she's already been in exile, as I said before. Exile has usually been the way that the emperors have taken care of female members of their own family Mm -hmm. and often male members of their own family that are causing trouble. Right. You send them off. That's been done a million times. Yes. Never caused any problems. Yes. That's the standard playbook. You don't kill, you exile. If you don't have to, right. But let, yeah. me, let me just throw this in. Let's just say for a second that Agrippina may be a threat, maybe not. Maybe she's probably not the threat that she used to be, but who knows? Um, Pompeia, who, who in the hell knows what she's really thinking? But if Nero really is worked up as far as his lust for this young woman who wants to marry him, he knows he's got to divorce his wife so he can even have a chance of marrying her. I don't know. I mean, I can see a 22-year-old who's full of semen just ready to get out, saying, we're going to skip right past the exile. We're going to go right to murdering her. Yes, she's my mom that's kind of fucked up, but I'm really worked up right now, and I want this bitch in my bed all the time as my my wife. I don't know, but the point is, it, it would take something like a 22-year-old all worked up on lust to say, nope, we're skipping right over everything else, and we're going right to the killing. Put the damn chalkboard away. We're going right to the killing. That's that's not the only thing, but but I can see that, him being all worked up. To make that decision. My understanding is that you do see a 22-year-old young boy full of semen under the bridge on a regular basis. Isn't that where Neil Suckcrack came from? His name is Neil. A couple of episodes ago. Uh, his middle name is Suck, and his dad is Mr. He's Crack. Chinese. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I can't have any secrets from you. Anyway, i got to quit sending you videos. That's probably what it is. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, 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 the whole the whole Seneca thing. It's I'm not uh, the, the fact that he's not putting it up an argument yeah. at all. It's like whoa. I find kill suspicious. Whoa, it's yeah. your mom. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Come on. There are options. We always have <laughs> options. Levels. Now, yes, I know that Tiberius did kill Julia eventually when he took over, and then either he or Sianus had Agrippina the Elder killed, etc. But the way to do it usually is you send them into exile and then you starve them to death. Accident or something. Yeah. And besides, yeah, out of yeah. sight, Or out you of starve mind. them. Out of sight, yeah, out of mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get them out of here. Exile for a few years. Everyone's forgotten about her. Right. You starve her to death. Boom. Or you have somebody go in and strangle her and say she right. fell from some rocks, a fishing accident, lawnmower accident, tragic lawnmower <laughs> accident, whatever it is. Like it's – there are ways to do this that don't involve – Stabby, stabby, collapsy, Bodhi. Because because the story that you told on the last episode, there's a bunch of people on the beach praising the fact that she's still alive. Suddenly, a whole bunch of armed guards show up, push them out of the way, surround her house, go in there and kill her. I mean, could you be any more conspicuous than that? I mean, the whole thing is a PR disaster, and that's what Nero has got to deal and Seneca have got to deal with. Now, I get it. Once the boat collapsing thing failed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, you know, then they have to get rid of her because then it's it's up a notch and she knows what's right. going on exactly. and that could be a whole different killer fish. Yeah. But even in the planning of the boat murder plot, it's hard to believe that Seneca wasn't involved in that. He's the right-hand man. And even if Nero didn't go to him directly about it, he would have heard about it. You would he's think. the conciliary. If he's you know, everything. his job right, he would have heard yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. You would have thought he would have heard about it. Well, uh, but there's nothing in the sources about him trying to intervene or talk Nero out of it or anything like that. Yeah. Well, the great irony is that they had brought uh, Stan and Barry on. They're like, yeah, ship falling apart, not bad. The ceiling coming down, not bad. Here's what you do. You need insurance. And this is where I come in. I have a couple of sharks, freaking lasers on their head. Don't worry about that. But the point is, if she makes it off that boat alive, that's as far as she's going to go. They will zoom in on her, eat her mm-hmm. ass up. So I know that's kind of 
what he was doing because it's incest. But the point is, you've got to you've got to have fallback uh, plans, and they didn't do that. The boat didn't fall apart completely. She swims to shore. She swims to a skiff. The skiff takes her to safety. Now you've got to do something because you're right. It's out in the open. We've got to make this problem go away. God, so hard to find good help these days. You can't even build a collapsible ship that will work. Take out now, the nails. Now, there are lots of problems. Take out the fucking nails. All of them. <laughs> All of it. It's just got to stay together for like five minutes. Fuck. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Caesar was now, putting all... extra nails in when he was trying to get back to the mainland from from Britain, and now all here, all they gotta do is take the fucking nails out of the ship. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. There are lots of other problems in Tacitus's account. First, there's this whole problem of the the collapsing mechanism. Tacitus seems to be uncertain whether Nero decided on the collapsing bedroom or the collapsing boat and seems to merge the two. Yes, yes. Then you've got some details that are an issue, like Creperius Gallus, one of uh, 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 Agrippina's attendants, is supposedly standing at the helm of the boat but then gets crushed under the canopy when it collapses. Right. Agrippina and Acheronia are saved by the solid sides of the couch, according to Tacitus. Right. But why were they lying under the sides of the couch when the ceiling collapsed? That doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, and they would have been trapped. After the ceiling full of lead collapsed, they would have been trapped under the solid sides of the couch and the, the deck. That's how uh, I would have yeah. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Then you've got the crew. Now, Tacitus says that some knew about the plot and some didn't. Well, someone had to pull the switch, the, right? Right. But the ones that knew about it, right. well, were they just willing to commit suicide? Sure, we'll go on a boat and then collapse it and all drown. Maybe they're Why swimmers? would we do that exactly? I, yeah. Again... You want to think this through. I need um, somebody from the Swedish swimming team who I know can get to shore safely or have a skiff nearby. But yet it doesn't sound like that was factored in. And no one, hardly anyone goes on a suicide mission um, when there's a chance of survival. He also says that half the crew on the boat, the ones who were in on the plot, were trying to sink it, like <laughs> put, put their weight on one side. By the other, rest of the crew were going on the other <laughs> side to try and balance Help! it out. Help! Yeah. Help! I'm Damn not it, sure that's how here. it works. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I don't know. There's just a lot of problems with it. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. And also, if you wanted her to drown at sea, why not just grab her and throw her overboard and her attendants? Tire to heavy, um, take some of that lead. Tire to the fucking lead. Forget the sharks. Shark. We don't need the sharks. Throw her ass overboard with the lead. I mean, done. Yeah. Yeah. Like the body of Osama bin Laden. Oh, no, you can't see the body. Look, we did kill him. We did kill him, really. We did. But you can't see the body because we threw it overboard. I don't know. We just like, uh, we we don't want to take this all the way back to the US. Like, got to carry an extra body. You got it through customs. It's a pain in the ass. Then people will want to see it. They'll want, you know. Can I get a picture with autopsy? One photo. One photo. That's it. Unzip the bag. We'll just... Just throw the body overseas. That's not going to cause any problems. That's not suspicious. No, we dumped no, it. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. Tacitus, uh, his account continues. So far, our accounts agree that Nero gazed on his mother after her death and praised her beauty, some have related, while others deny it. Her body was burnt that same night on a dining couch with a mean funeral. Nor, as long as Nero was in power, was the earth raised into a mound or even decently closed. Subsequently, she received from the solicitude of her domestics a humble sepulchre on the road to Missinum, near the country house of Caesar the Dictator, which, from a great height, commands a view of the bay beneath. Mm. As soon as the funeral pile was lighted, one of her freedmen, named Nesta, ran himself through with a sword either from love of his mistress or from the fear of destruction. Yeah. Many years before, Agrippina had anticipated this end for herself and had spurned the thought, for when she consulted the astrologers about Nero, they replied that he would be emperor and kill his mother. 
Let him kill her, she said. No, yes, let him kill her, she said, provided he is emperor. Yes. So, uh, you know, she saw it coming, knew it was coming, according to Tacitus, and uh, did nothing about it. Yeah. Well, let's break this down. So um, actions speak a hell of a lot louder than words. So for whatever he was feeling about her mom, the fact that he doesn't show any respect or take any care with her body after it's done, you would think that if I truly hated you or wanted you out of the way or whatever, like like when he pretended to be nice to her at dinner, you, you pretend to be nice. Then you have him killed, duh. And then you go on and you pretend like you're sad. You finish it off. You got to do all three steps. At least that's what my book is going to say that's coming out soon. Uh, you got to do all three steps. You got to feign like you care about Neil Suck Crack by Ray House. <laughs> Chapter one, Neil. His uh, rise but- <laughs> to the bottom of podcasting. You got to start somewhere, but but the fact that he didn't even pretend, he didn't even play the game about respecting her body. Remember what was it, Tiberius that didn't honor any of his mother's wishes when she died, and so again, this is a thing. So he can say that he hates her, he doesn't hate her. We can sit here and guess, but the fact the way he treated her body tells us a lot about what he's currently, what his current opinion of her is, and it's not very good. And he's looking at her body and praising her beauty yeah. like he's never uh, seen her before. Wasn't he just fucking mm, her like over and over and over or something? Tag yeah. that. Didn't I just go mm. a little while ago? Tacitus says that Nero was filthy, feeling so guilty he couldn't sleep, even right. though the Boris and the senators and everyone were shaking his hand and congratulating him on surviving her assassination attempt. Right. So... Do you think that was Seneca? I mean, clearly he's freaked out. When you're 22 years old and you hear your mom's dead, whatever, because you're the one that had to kill, but then you wait five or ten minutes and you're like, oh, shit, she is dead. I'm the one that had her killed. That guy right over there ran his sword through her. I mean, this is all fucking coming real. Is he freaking out? Is he thinking her her allies or partisans are going to come at me? I mean, he probably is freaking out in the middle of the night, and if Seneca did do this, and I have a feeling that Seneca did. Hey, just go up to the young leader and go, good job, sir, because she was really dangerous and your life was in danger and all of our lives were in danger. I mean, just lie to the guy and make him feel better about himself. He's 22. You can lie to him and he'll believe it. If that really did happen, I think that's pretty clever of Seneca to try to get him through the first night of his mother's murder. But, okay, so going back to the Mm -hmm. story as Tacitus reports it, it was... Nero, who threw the sword down at the feet of her, Agerinus, uh, uh, her right. messenger, and then said, guards, guards, he's trying to kill me. Uh, why is his sword on the floor? Oh, yeah. he dropped it. He's clumsy, yeah. I guess. Butterfingers. Um, so obviously, if everyone, if we're to believe Tacitus and everyone, the Senate, etc., are congratulating Nero on surviving the assassination attempt, if that was the PR campaign the Barian stand came up with for the whole thing, right? who leaked the whole murder story, the plot, the attempts, the final murder? Where did that come from? How did that get out there? Was it uh, as far as- Cluvius Rufus? How did he know about it? Was he in on the plot? There's no mention of him being in on it. Right. Did Because uh, yeah. Seneca never wrote about it, as far as I know. Although there is a play called Octavia oh. that was written um, a few years later, I think during the year of the four emperors or roundabout there, that does tell the story, in a manner of speaking, about the murder of Agrippina. Mm-hmm. For a long time, it was thought to have been written by Seneca, but now people believe that it wasn't by Seneca. It was somebody sort of copying his style, writing a little bit later. So, uh, I don't know, maybe people read that and thought that was a real account of it, and uh, that turned up in Cluvius Rufus, which then turned up in the secondary sources that we have. Yeah. It's just hard to figure out how this leaked. Maybe someone on their deathbed like Madeline Duncan Brown. Right. Madeline Duncan Brown, who was uh, claimed to be LBJ's, whoops, LBJ's mistress. Right. And claimed that he told her about his plan or the plan to have JFK assassinated before it happened. 
Right. And then again, after it happened, he confirmed that he knew about it. Mm. He wasn't the orchestrator of the plan, but he yeah. had heard that it was going to happen. It was by combination of the CIA and the uh, uh, mob, uh, and he just let it happen, didn't mm. do anything about it because he wanted to, like uh, Hoover did, because he wanted to get rid of Kennedy. Right. Anyway, she talked about that before she died. Maybe somebody leaked it on their deathbed, but um, yeah. it just does to seem to be very detailed plans when the whole PR campaign was, oh, she tried to kill him, so he sent some soldiers in to have her stabbed. Well, um, hmm. one of the things that we've harped on, I think unintentionally at first and then very intentionally uh, later on, is controlling the narrative. If, if something's getting out from... Um, Seneca or from Nero or from or from the palace, whatever, it's probably planned, it's probably coordinated, because at the end of the day, you can be a son that kills your mother, and as horrible as that is, if you are defending yourself, if you are defending the state, if you are defending your friends and your wife and your mistress or whatever, I would think that the um, the public would be a lot more lenient or a lot more understanding. Killing your mother, bad. Defending yourself from your mad, deranged, murderous, evil mother... Not so bad. So if there's something coming out, it was probably trying to uh, trying to spin the entire spin the entire story. Yeah, uh, right. and I don't really know what's the more believable version of events. Um, yeah. She's maybe maybe there was an assassination attempt. Maybe that is the true story. Right. And he sent someone to have her killed, arrested, yeah. and then she got killed in the moment by accident. Maybe he did have her killed for conspiracy or an assassination attempt, and all this other stuff has been built up around uh, the story to make him look bad, make him look like uh, yeah. some sort of evil tyrant, uh, right. matricidal maniac. Because remember what Tacitus said at the very when we did the last show. Tacitus said something like, um, "Around the time of his mother's death or murder, or right after that." His true spirit, his true nature came out. So again, we're already getting this narrative about this guy who was evil all along, and now he just suddenly has the courage to let it out and let his evil reign and let his evil run free. So I, it's 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 all it's a it's a few facts being wrapped up in a lot of story that unfortunately we don't know if we can trust or not. And he's also told us over the last you know, 10 years of his narrative that mm-hmm. Agrippina's had people murdered, including yeah. her earlier husbands and Claudius. So she's not And probably victim. was involved in Britannicus. Yeah, well, so what's the more believable story? That Agrippina, who right. Tacitus has already accused of being a murderer, tried to murder her own son in order to keep her power and influence, although how she was going to do that, I'm not really sure. Maybe she That's was going to marry someone. Right. Yeah. Someone, uh, you know, Burrus. Maybe she was going to marry Seneca or Burrus or someone else in the potential line of succession. Yeah. Who had a credible story. Otho, even, maybe, who does go on to be emperor for a while. Um, Or, what's the more believable story? That or the whole Popeye uh, collapsible ship uh, story. I don't know. It's all over the place. Yeah. Tell you what they should do. They should send divers down to the Bay of Naples, try yeah. and find the collapsible ship. It's got to be down yeah. there somewhere. It's like, yeah. yeah. Do you, did you hear us, um, ladies and gentlemen, not volunteering for that? We volunteered for a lot of things. This one, we're going to give it a miss, but please let us know as soon as you get down there. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, no, I'll go down. That sounds like Will fun. You? Scuba diving? No. Yeah. Oh, huh? your, your resume the Bay did of say Naples. expert at going down. I thought. <laughs> anyway, I stand corrected. Anyway, make up your yeah. own mind what's the more believable story. Um, yes. So then he uh, writes a letter to the Senate, uh, Nero, where he basically blames everything on her, Has she tried yeah. to have him killed. He reminds them that she'd always wanted to share the power of the throne that she used to try and meet with foreign dignitaries, that she got the Praetorian cohorts to swear allegiance to her, yeah. had organised persecutions of people who fought against her, um, reminded them of her days as the empress to Claudia and all the people that she had destroyed. Didn't mention that she poisoned Claudius, though. You would have thought, if that's true... First one, number one. Yeah, 
She Listen, killed the former. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Senate and the people of Rome, I have something to tell you about my late mother. Shocking. Shocking. Yeah. It yeah. recently came to my attention. Grab onto something. Yeah, through various sources uh, that uh, she actually poisoned my stepfather, her husband, the Emperor Claudius, who you all loved. Uh, And then now she was coming after me. She sent a guy with a sword. So, you know, I and because she knew I had found out Uh that she had poisoned Claudius. Right. I found out because I used the same poison to kill my stepbrother, my half brother. But I, 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 let's not let's not focus on that right now. That's uh, that's something we, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Table but right now. Table. Oh, put a pin in it. Right now, I want you to focus on the fact that <laughs> she poisoned the emperor. Right. Shock. So gasp. Am I right? If he didn't mention that, you have right. to wonder why. Now, either. He didn't mention it because it's not true and it's made up. Or uh, he didn't mention it because Tacitus is actually making up this whole story. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, but the point I think is, it's, I think, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I think, I think, I think Nero's letter to the Senate is probably probably would have existed. In Cluvius Rufus's day, probably would have existed in uh, Tacitus's day, probably would have been something that could have been uh, read, uh, his yeah. speech to the senators only 40, 50 years earlier. So uh, I'm thinking that the contents of the letter are probably real. That brings into question the murdering Claudius story. Right. I, I did want to ask real quick, uh, it, does it seem suspicious to you that she died, she's murdered? As far as we know, there's to some degree him freaking out a little bit. He goes away physically, he writes a letter, and he goes, oh, and by the way, she was also guilty of all these other things, and that's why I had her killed. I couldn't tell you at the time because I was too busy at the time killing her, but she's also guilty of all these other things as well. So again, it's bullshit to me, and I think he's just trying to paint, uh, you know, uh, trying to paint her in a certain light after the deed is done, but it just seems suspicious to me that he had to, or he either felt he had to, or was later calm enough to think up all these horrible other things to say about her and to tell the Senate. It just seems odd to me. Well, I think he needs to justify. There's witnesses there that troops came in and she was yeah. dead. He needs to justify and explain it to people. I can see that, but at the same time, I am the princeps, I am the leader, I do control all the army. I don't have to, but I can see what you're saying, whereas he wants it to be copacetic with the people, so let me give them a narrative so that they don't all hate me. So it turns yeah. out that it looks like he may, may have got away with it, because as far as we can tell, the people don't hate him at this point. At this point. He also apparently in the letter mentions the shipwreck and claimed it was natural causes. Okay. But Tacitus asks, but who could be so stupid as to believe that it was accidental or that a shipwrecked woman had sent one man with a weapon to break through an emperor's guards and fleets? Yeah. So now it was not Nero, whose brutality was far beyond any remonstrance, but Seneca, who was in ill repute for having written a confession in such a style. Mm. Yeah. So Seneca wrote the letter where he tried to push this idea that the shipwreck was an accident and that she sent somebody to try and assassinate Nero. Now, I don't think the assassin story is that difficult. If, if you go, uh, Emperor, your, 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 your Majesty, uh, there's a message from your mother. Apparently she's been right. in a terrible accident. Right. He's going to let him in, right? He's yeah, going to let him in. Tell into me his all. private chambers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come in, take a seat. What's going on with my mother? Yeah, take a knee. Uh, if that guy has a, whore, a sword hidden under his toga, whips it out, bit of luck, stabs the emperor, boom. Yeah, he's probably going to get killed by the guards when they come in, but job done. That's part yeah. of the job you signed up for when you become a an attendant, a slave, <laughs> exactly. whatever he was. Do whatever. Adrenus. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think that story is hard to believe. Um, right. 
And maybe the shipwreck was natural causes. I mean, the shipwreck story as it's come down to us is pretty fucking difficult to believe. Yeah. Uh, so particularly if she was already on the lookout for threats to her person, uh, she's no dummy. She knows what a, a Greek horse looks like when presented to her. Yes. Uh, she's like, oh, what? I've seen this. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've, I've seen this movie before. I don't know. Right. She is educated. She is well-read. She is experienced. Yeah, you're not going to exactly catch her with a basic plan. Yeah. And by the way, if you were going to do the ship thing, if yeah. I was going to do the ship thing, which sure. I'd say is a good idea, right. here's how I'd do it. Okay. She gets on the ship. Right. She's on the ship. Right. Once she's on the ship in her, in her cabin, ten guys go down, kill her, and her right. attendants, then, then you destroy the ship and make the ship sink. Right, just disappear. Right, yeah. yeah. You destroy yeah. the ship and few, you know, and then you survive. You go, oh, we managed to get to the boats, but she got lost. We tried to save her. We We're did so our sorry. best. You know, yeah. couldn't find her. Yeah, you, you don't just destroy the ship. You kill her. Then you destroy the ship. Her body yeah. sinks to the bottom of the ocean. You rock it up so no one it doesn't float. Put some rocks on it. Yeah. Shink the shit. That that's yeah. it's a fucking like this whole let's build a collapsing ceiling with lead in it bullshit. Too, too many moving pieces. I don't like it. Too, too many passive. moving pieces. Yeah. Too too thought, many things can go wrong. Exactly. I thought you were going to say you put her, you get her aboard the ship, and then go for or dock, go to her cabin, knock on the door, and give her some uh, some pills, you know, or whatever but it's really poison or something, then you can do whatever you want with the body. But that's fine. Yeah, no. No, but seriously, if you were going to take out a ship, you think it would be a lot better planned than, oh, the ceiling will collapse and a crusher probably, and then everything else will just kind of work itself out as far as the narrative and the spin of the story. It's just it's leaving no. too many things uh, loose. We don't too like loosey-goosey. We don't do loosey-goosey. <laughs> we don't. We simply don't. Loose lips sink ships. Exactly. And in this case, you do want loose lips because they <laughs> wanted to sink the ship, right? but uh, they didn't yeah. have enough loose lips. That was the problem. Couldn't find or, enough loose lips. Or more lead. Hell, I don't know. I wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing is just sounds stupid. Yes. Uh, She's dead. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Agrippina's gone now. So I guess Nero immediately marries Popeye, right? Well, don't, don't you have to, first she's dead, and then there's a bunch of rumors, and then there's the plot, the actual plot of Agrippina to kill her son that is discovered. So now, by killing her, we've actually done something good. We saved the state, so yay, we should throw annual games, because this is such a big deal um, and Nero's telling us too, and he's got all the soldiers. So we're going to start celebrating this with annual games. It's going to be a big deal because what turns out to be what we thought was a little whoopsie accident turns out to be tr- truly it was treason. She was going to take out the head of the state. This is a pretty big deal. So when does he marry Popeye? Oh, I don't know. I don't know the year. Are we in 60 now? Three years. Three it years. takes him... Three more years to marry Popeye. Well, he's still married, though. Yeah, he got rid of mom, but he's still technically married. There's stuff you got to do. Delicate, Jerry. Like what? Delicate. No, it's five minutes. Uh, uh, Octavia, could you come in here, please? Everyone who is still married to me, uh, uh, leave the room. Not so fast, Octavia. Uh, it's not a big deal. The point I'm trying to make here is Tacitus's explanation for the genesis of the murder of Agrippina was that Popeye wanted to get married and he wanted to marry her. So he gets rid of Agrippina and he doesn't marry her for another three years. So So there's another hole in that story. Another hole in the story. Unfortunately, not not enough holes in the ship, too many holes in the story. (laughs) Too many dicks on the dance, dance floor. floor. Ooh, ooh. Too many dicks. Yeah. Too many yeah. dicks. Yeah. Too many dicks on the dance so, floor. So again, there's a delay because you're right. Because in the Roman law, and it doesn't matter that she's the first lady. He's the fucking princess. He could go, we are divorced forsooth. And you're fucking divorced. Um, he could have did that, but he doesn't. So there's more. To he the doesn't story. need permission from the Pope. He no, can do whatever the, the fuck bitch. he wants. He is the Pope. Yeah. yeah. 
The Pope. Lee, oh, we want to, I need to get divorced. Let me check what the Pope says. Hey, other me. Uh, you okay with this? Fuck yeah! Let's go. Okay. What? what? Yeah. Fuck yeah, Wigger! Yeah, let's go. And by Wigger, I mean uh, one of the oppressed North, people in northwestern China. China. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's quite obvious to me. Yeah. Yeah. So the point Thank is, you. she's dead yeah. and they're going to start partying because it was a big deal. But you're saying that he, the reason for the murder doesn't happen right away. Is he full of passion, lust, and semen or not? What's going on here? Well, I, I think one conclusion that we might reach from this is this whole Popeye bitching in his ear story right. is, again, bullshit. It's a, it's, it's a literary device. That Tacitus came up with or used, maybe got it from uh, other sources, because he could find no plausible explanation for why Nero uh, had her murdered other than the assassination attempt, which he doesn't want to go with that story because it doesn't fit his narrative that Nero was this bloodthirsty psychopath. Yeah. So, uh, and also, you know, this whole thing about the maligned influence of women, um, how women are dangerous and you should never let one sure. in the same room with you unless she's gagged and bound oh. and naked, right? That's how we bet, um, huh, Cheryl? Uh, yeah, don't trust him with power. Don't trust him with power. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, the well, yes. Uh, uh, Dio also has the whole thing about um, Nero having the uh, new mistress, who was an identical double, or looked like like his mother, and that's according to him. That's right. why Pompeia was angry, is because he was fucking another mistress who looked like his mother, and she's like, "Dude, that shit is just weird." I think um, I think what you mean to say is why have her when you can have me the real deal? Yeah, I'm your mom, but doesn't that make it just a little bit more hot because it's dirty? Hmm? No, I'm saying Papaya wanted to get rid oh, of the oh, mistress who looked like his mother. Yeah, I can see that. You and only that, fuck me. You don't fuck anybody else. And that she persuaded Nero to kill his mother. So she could get rid of the mistress that looked like his mother. Yeah, I don't know. That's that gets complicated. Chess. That's 4D well. chess. I'm sorry. I can't, uh, can't hang with the big boys. So, yes, they had lots of celebrations and festivals afterwards because he had survived an assassination attempt. Uh, a golden statue of Minerva was decreed to be erected in the Senate House because the plot had happened on her birthday and she obviously played Stepped a big in. role in keeping Nero safe here. Agrippina's birthday, on the other hand, was declared verboten. Oh, shit. No no festivals, no celebrations, uh, nothing could happen on her day. And, of course, Ray, because this is Rome, there were signs from the gods. Yeah, and, of course, this is Rome, you're right, so there's got to be a lot of bad signs because something bad or good just happened. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but something happened. I, I don't know if it was good or bad. Uh, a woman gave birth to a serpent. Fucking happens all the time. A woman was killed by lightning while in the middle of getting down with her husband or someone's husband. But the point is, when she went out, she went out. But the point is, she had a good time. Uh, the sun so- suddenly got dark as it is wont to do. It happens all the time. And I think either every or almost almost every district in Rome was hit by lightning. So a bunch of portents, something really big is happening. Cam, I'm going to let you tell if it's good or bad. Doesn't sound good to me, but with Rome, you can never really tell. He survives assassination attempt and all these crazy things happen. Is that the gods saying they're happy or that they're indifferent with his survival? Well, Tacitus says all this happened quite without any providential design, so much so that for many subsequent years, Nero prolonged his reign and his crimes. So there's signs from the gods, but the gods didn't really plan it very well. Uh, This is (laughs) kind of random god behavior. Um, We see this all the time in uh, science. It's when gods just do things and you think it's a sign but really it's they're just bored yeah they're just Where oh that lightning fuck come from? i'm I so bored sorry yeah yeah, sorry. yeah i'm the god yeah. of thunder i farted figure mm, it out mm, so. mm. 
Well, it was maybe like a couple of gods were sitting around and they were like, one said to the other, I bet you... How powerful are you? Um, all powerful, really? All powerful, yeah. yeah. I bet you couldn't make a woman give birth to a snake. <laughs> oh, you think? Oh, really? Shit. Yeah. Watch your son, yeah, watch yeah, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do it all the time. Boom. Do it all the time. Snake! Um, so, God damn it, old gods. Like, if you're going to do these things, yeah. have a plan for what yeah. you're doing. Be don't clear, just willy-nilly. Don't willy-nilly exactly. miracles. Yeah. Willy-nilly lightning strikes. How the right. fuck are we supposed to... There's only so many birds we can watch, only so many cows we can kill and look at their entrails. <laughs> we need some guidance here. Yes. Can the birds talk? It would really be helpful if they were talking while they were giving us the... Anyway, just yeah. consider that. Yeah. Put it in the inbox. Yeah. 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 Somebody summon Dr. Doolittle or Harry Potter or someone like that. <laughs> He'd be the first one they'd kill, but yeah. So there's a bunch of so signs. So to prove a bunch of signs, but they're not really signs. They're, not they're signs. signs of something, but... Then, We're not going to tell you, know, you what. Uh, it's kind of like Christianity. And it's not the end of Nero because he's around for a long time. Well, not right. for long, but a while. Um, gotcha. Now, to prove that he was a nicer guy now that Agrippina wasn't around to make him be mean and surly, he restored a lot of the women that Agrippina had exiled or banished. Aww. He brought back the ashes of those that had died in exile, like Lollia Paulina, the third wife of Caligula, brought oh, them back yeah. to Rome, paid right. honour to them. But he's doing all of this uh, outside of Rome. He's still at Campania because he's right. still not sure how it's going to be received back home in Rome. Yeah. Do the people love me? Do they hate me? What's... What's the buzz, buzz going on in Rome right now? What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. 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 Jesus! <laughs> I started to pole dance, but then you brought out Jesus and it got awkward real quick. Anyway. Then the Senate sent him a message saying, so good, man, come home. We hated that fucking bitch. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So he goes back to Rome. The Senate and all their families meet him at the city gates and gave him an escort dressed, according to Tacitus, in their holiday attire. I'm thinking Hawaiian shirts, (laughs) Board shorts, <laughs> straw hats. Yeah, they're all carrying with margaritas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sandals. Yeah, yeah. They're playing Special a bit of Bob Marley in the background. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah, Third yeah. Third world people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one love, one heart. <laughs> Let's get, get together, together and feel That's my favorite part of the show. Fuck all this history stuff. Anyway. But, yeah. but, 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 oh, then. Shit, but. It's a big but. According to Tacitus. Right. Having got away with murdering his own mother, yeah. Nero descended into all manner of depravity. Yes. About damn time. Now, if you thought murdering his own mother was bad, phew, I got to yeah. tell you, this really, this really churned my stomach when I first read it. People, I hope I had to have three cold showers right. after this. Okay, Hold just let me to brace wash myself. it off me. Yeah, <sighs> gird your loins. If you're listening in a car, give it, pull over. I highly recommend you pull over yeah. so you don't start clawing your own eyes out <laughs> once you hear this. If you're listening at home, um, yeah. I hope you haven't eaten in the last yeah. few hours because it's about uh, to come up. Yeah. This is, yeah. This if is. If you are currently mounted on your wife or husband, no <laughs> judgment here. To the podcast. No this might yeah. be a time to hit pause, not on the lovemaking, but on the actual podcast, because you don't want anything to ruin your vibe. So, yeah. yeah. I'm braced. Oh. Give it You're braced? Uh, uh, kind of like Agrippina. Give it to me, Cam. What happened? According to Tacitus, right. believe it or not, right. at this point, Nero's depravity reached such heights as or depths. He right drove 
Yes. A four horse chariot through the streets of Rome. Have you forsaken me? Yeah. So he killed his mom so he can have not one, not two, not three, but a crazy ass level four horse chariot going around the streets. My mom wouldn't let me do it. I had to remove the bitch. You understand? You understand, player? You know what it's like? Bitch gotta go. Hello, baby. I'm trying to try to give it in. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know, don't take this the wrong do you way. Have any fires, do you have any fires popping up around your house? Because I think I just saw myself, and you can probably <laughs> yeah, use my clothes to put them out. Actually, with you bobbing your head like that, I'm going to put it on mute and just pretend. <laughs> but go. <laughs> I got my night set up. Wait. Woo! It gets worse. It gets even <laughs> oh, worse. It gets worse. He didn't worse stop, he didn't stop there. Four horse chair. Yeah, yeah. He didn't what? stop there. Top, top that. He sang. He sang right. to a harp accompaniment. <laughs> Bastard. The horror. Bastard. The horror. The horror. Did he do all of the ACDC uh, hits with, with the liar, the harp? I don't def- I mean, oh, my God. What did this guy sing? I'm just curious. Did all the 70s? Apparently. Apparently. Right. Seneca and Burris was so disgusted at his behavior that, according to Tacitus, a space was enclosed in the Vatican Valley where he might manage his horses without the spectacle being public. Soon he actually invited all the people of Rome who extolled him in their praises like a mob which craves for amusements and rejoices when a prince draws them the same way. However, the public exposure of his shame acted on him as an incentive instead of sickening him as men expected. He's a shock job. So... Caligula banged his sisters and maybe banged his sister's boyfriend, husband, whatever. But we're supposed to be shocked because this guy's riding chariots and singing plays. That's the bad stuff, not the incest. But this is stuff that we should truly be shamed about. They should count themselves lucky. That's all he's doing. But I guess Rome is so such an artificial place because the entire known world serves them that you can almost see this being too shocking for them because that's not what a princeps does. Is that what we're So Tacitus, hearing? yes, Tacitus is obviously appalled by this and he's suggesting Seneca and Burrus were appalled by this yeah. because Nero's a man of the people. He's the cool dude emperor, 22, right. uh, loves to party, right. loves to ride four-horse chariots, sings, <laughs> put, dresses up, puts on little plays... Sure. The P, it's like Dolly Parton being elected president. The would people be great? would be great. The people love him. Yes. Can't get enough. He can't do anything wrong. Uh, he just killed yeah. his mom. Just killed his mom. People are like, <laughs> you're the fucking best. The people loved him, but the Aristos hated him. Hey. Uh, yeah. and, and I think we're beginning to see here a little bit about... Uh, what's going on with our depiction of Nero. Right. Uh, we've, we've seen in these last couple of episodes just these stories about what he's doing and why he's doing it don't make a lot of sense. But this bit from Tacitus really clinches it for me. Right. Tacitus is appalled and disgusted and sickened, as he says Seneca and Burris were, by the fact that Nero is trying to be a man of the people. And uh, is is lowering himself by putting on performances to make the people happy, basically. Um, not having others do it, not gladiators but, uh, or, or actors doing a stage theatre thing, which is fine. He is doing it himself and uh, they're just horrified uh, that he could lower himself in such a way that the emperor, the princeps, would lower himself to do these things. Well, let, let me drill down on one thing you said, because I wasn't sure if that was you making the point or if that's Tacitus making the point. So 
if I'm Nero and it turns out I can get away with murder on Fifth Avenue and no one will say anything to me, I'm riding a horse around. I invite everybody. Everybody's standing at the gate or whatever the fuck the fence. And they're cheering me on. They love me. They, they love seeing my youthful uh, enthusiasm. I can do no wrong for these people. It's the old curmudgeons that are, that are not happy with me. So I, I'm not sure if Tacitus is saying he did something that was kind of shocking. Turns out the people loved him for it. He loved them for loving him, and he loves doing it, and that's only going to drive him to be more shocking or to be more of himself, which maybe isn't a good guy. I just want to I, I make sure I understand that. So he's testing the waters. The people love him. The old people don't like it, but they can't say anything. He can do whatever he wants, and supposedly he's going to take it from there and keep doing things that he likes is that would you say that's how tacitus is presenting it to us well yeah he says the public exposure of his shame acted on him as an incentive instead of sickening him as men expected so yeah he was like whoa the people love it when i'm just being myself now that my mother's gone i can just be me and the people love it but there's a difference between riding horses in an enclosed area and singing on stage versus having a bunch of people, horrible things done to them, or, or maybe it's not, I don't know. I, I mean, I just see this as, this is what we, what us posh people consider tacky, but you're the emperor, you can do it. But that's a hell of a lot different than going off the rails and getting a whole bunch of people killed. But that's for later. I, I'm just trying to see well, the let's point see. that Tacitus is trying to make. Let's yeah. see what those stories are when we get to them. I'll finish yeah, with yeah, this yeah. from Tacitus. Imagining that he mitigated the scandal by disgracing many others, he brought on the stage descendants of noble families who sold themselves because they were paupers. As they have ended their days, I think it due to their ancestors not to hand down their names. And indeed the infamy is his who gave them wealth to reward their degradation rather than to deter them from degrading themselves. So let me make sure I understand. So these are people from once powerful, rich families, and now they're not, and they've actually had to sell themselves into slavery to get out of debt or to make ends meet? No. He paid the money to get up on stage and perform for the people. Right. And because they're aristocrats, it's equally tacky? Yeah, I just want to make sure. Understand. Poor people from former from aristocratic families. Right. Nero's paid the money to get up and perform for the people, and Tacitus says he degraded them in doing so. They got so he's a shock jock. He's having a good time, and now he's not the only one being booed or hissed by the elites because now he's got these. He's bringing these other people into it. So. I think it's more like Tacitus is saying, yeah, he's having fun. Tacitus is saying it's a sign of uh, how depraved he was, though, that he would pay noble families to entertain the people. Right. Should be the people entertaining the noble families, not the other way around. Noble families don't entertain the people. You don't get the queen getting up and queen and, (laughs) you know, uh, she's not getting Prince Philip's. Right. Prince Philip's corpse up on a knee and moving the jaw around and doing a little. Uh, <laughs> hello, hello. Oh, hello, Philip. Oh, good to see. You. I haven't seen you for a while. Oh, oh, I've been, I've been resting. Oh, you've been resting. What's, what's it like there? Oh, really good. Hello, I'm Philip. I started writing letters to the Queen when she was just thirteen. We call that in the biz getting in on the ground floor. Know what I mean? <laughs> Which is true, by the way. He was started writing yeah. when she was thirteen. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a plan. He had a fucking plan. He Gordon Gecko the fuck out of that, and it worked brilliantly yeah. for him because he had a great life of leisure. If anything, yeah. I'm jealous. No, no, no. He dedicated his life to service of the nation, Ray. Not he, he just partied. Weekend, he fucking right? partied for a hundred years. He, uh, no, no, he dedicated his life to snorting coke and being waited on hand and foot. I mean, listen, I know. <laughs> Someone's that sounds. Right. I know that sounds like a great life. <laughs> Just uh, billion dollars. Right. Every, travel everywhere first world. class. Yeah. Just anything you could ever want. No one ever says no to you if you're in Thailand. I know that sounds great. They have the bow. But the reality they is. The bow. Go ahead. Go ahead. They yeah. Have, yeah. The reality? Uh, the reality is. Oh, it's just. It's a. Uh, it's a. It's a price that you have to pay. To. To. I mean. Just to have everything handed to you on a silver platter your entire yep. adult life, that's, you know, 
The, I don't know. There's, uh, there's, that's, yeah. that's, that's cruel and unusual punishment that uh, you yeah. should be worshipped for. The ironic part of all of this, and I don't think very few many people know this, is when we first started working together, you said, Ray, people are going to fucking treat you like a god. I mean, there's the, they won't tell you no. And I'm like, yeah, let, but you're right. It does get, after a while... It does, get a little, does, it does get a little boring. There's no yeah. challenge. There's yeah. no challenge. Just people no. uh, in Vegas tagged everyone. I slept with everyone who came to visit us. I mean, so it wasn't much of a yeah. challenge, but... Markham. Mark, Tony. Um, Tony, yeah. Tony, Tony I called uh, um, Mounting St. Tony. Uh, it took me a while to get to the top, but the point is uh, we had a good time. <laughs> All right. That's the show. Sorry. We'll be back next time.